Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. When the time comes to plan your next big getaway, know we got a destination idea for you. Orlando. Just think about it. The thrills at their 15 world-class theme parks, followed by awesome outdoor adventures, amazing food festivals, and top-notch dining spots. Orlando has all that and much more than you'd expect. In Orlando, anything is possible if you can imagine it. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. That's visitorlando.com for everything you need for an amazing getaway. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. Hand Me My Purse is a production of iHeart Podcasts. So, friends and kin, this week on Sophie Okaneto's internet, I found something that made my heart sing. And it made me feel so good to see this from a Black man. And it was from uh, the quarterback of uh, my new favorite team. Uh, I want to say... Three years or so ago, I toyed around with um, changing my favorite team. I'm always going to root for the Ravens because it's my home team. But I used to be a big Seattle Seahawks fan uh, because I loved Richard Sherman because he was from Compton. Shout out to Compton. And then he left and went to the 49ers. And I was like, okay, well, then I'll nestle here. And then he got into a little trouble. On some other stuff. So there it was. I found myself without a favorite football team. Toyed around with the idea of becoming a Denver Broncos fan. I already liked the Broncos for a few reasons. My cousin used to play in the NFL, and he played for the Denver Broncos in the 90s. Shout out to my cousin. I really liked Peyton Manning. I like Peyton Manning. I think he's a good human being. He played for the Colts, and then he played for the Broncos. So I'm already, I like the Broncos, right? But I needed a team home. Ravens, like I said, already there. It's the home team. I'm always going to cheer for them. And I said, what team is close enough that I could go to a game if I really wanted to? And what city really makes me feel like they get the essence of who I am? And I said, boom, the Eagles. Wouldn't be the Steelers because you can't be from Baltimore and cheer for the Steelers. Or you can, but I opt out. Um, so I chose the Eagles. I used to love Donovan McNabb back in the day. I thought he was a, a very handsome gentleman. And I loved those Campbell's Soup commercials that he used to have with his mom. Um so I became a Steelers fan. Uh, my friend Brian brought me a, a really nice uh, jersey. Uh, shout out to my friend Brian. And I, um, so I'm a Steelers fan. So Jalen Hurts, who is the quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, posted um, or he wrote a love letter to black women. First of all, a black man a black man with status, you know, a celebrity doing something like this, using his platform to exalt um, 
and edify black women is, uh, you get an A in my book every time. So he says, dear black women, thank you. Thank you for being you, showing up the way you do, for being trailblazers, for being loving, for being resilient. We see you, I see you, and I appreciate you. Much love. You know, Jalen Hurts, thank you for confirming that I chose the right team. And thank you, black man, for seeing us. We appreciate it. It warmed my heart, and I'm sure it warmed the heart, the heart's of black women all across the world, especially all across this country. Shout out to the Philadelphia Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. can't see the thing around it. Okay. What's up, y'all? Welcome to Hand Me My Purse, the podcast. I am Mimi Walker, and I will be your forever host each and every single time you tune into this podcast. So go ahead and get comfortable. Get yourself a glass of your favorite beverage, whether that is spring water from Lake Minnetonka, some pink lemonade, or a hot matcha latte, which I've never had Um, But no, thank you. I don't want to try it. I love matcha, but matcha and milk just doesn't seem to be something that I'm interested in partaking in. It just seems yucky to me. But forever will love matcha, though. Uh, Go ahead and light yourself a candle, some incense, or burn yourself some sage. Cleanse the energy in the room and just get ready to chill out and have yourself a good time. What's up, friends and kin? It's Mimi, resident Auntie Supreme here at Hand Me My Purse. And today I am sipping on a new tea that I have found. It's called Blueberry Sage Stress Relief. And this week I had a really, 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 really uh, horrendous day at work this week. And when I left, I went directly to the grocery store. I went to the tea section and I went seeking some liquid reprieve or some herbal reprieve, not to be mistaken with marijuana because I don't do the marijuanas. No shade or no judgment to anybody who does. I just don't. Keep in mind that I had already went to the liquor store. Well, I didn't go straight from the from work. I went to the liquor store first. Um, and well, I'm a fan of this tea. Uh, it's by Yogi Tea. No, they're not paying me. No, they're not sponsoring this. Um, and if you are a tea drinker, then you and you are if you're familiar with Yogi teas, I should say, you know that most of their teas are very peppery. I don't always like that, but like I said before, I drink teas for their medicinal properties. Um, But I was pleasantly surprised when I found out that this tea was not peppery at all. I read the ingredients and I was happy to try it out because I didn't see black pepper on the ingredient list at all. And voila, it is a softly fragranced tea that is very tasty. Can't really gauge whether or not it helped me with my stress because I work in a school, so... uh, I don't really know if that's going to happen, but shout out to you, Yogi Tea, for making a nice tea that isn't peppery. I'm very happy about this new find, and if you would like to sponsor Hearing My Purse or send me some tea, go for it. Friends, again, for uh, today's jam, I went with a song um, that I just love. And I know I say I love a lot of things because I love a lot of things and I have the freedom to do that. So get off my back. Uh, This song is by a young brother from Long Beach. His name is Vince Staples. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about Vince Staples. The song is actually called Magic. Uh, Let's see what it says here about Vince Staples. It's from his album. The name of the album is Ramona. Ramona Park Broke My Heart. Ramona Park is a neighborhood in Long Beach. Of course, I'm going to like it because 
duh, I grew up in California. I grew up in Compton and um, things that are close to the west side or close to my home. It makes me feel good. Um, he is a cancer. He was born in 1993, so he is uh, younger than my little brother. And like I said, he's from Long Beach. He is 30 now. Actually, he was born in Compton. Shout out. You already know where this is going. Shout out to Compton. Uh, he was born in Compton, grew up in North Long Beach. Um, what else? Oh, look at this. He went to several high schools, and one of them was Mayfair High School. Mayfair High School was my high school's rival high school. Oh, my goodness. Shout out to Bellflower High School. Shout out to Mayfair, too. But he has, I want to say he has, let me see how many albums he has out. Discography, one, two, three, four, five. He has five albums out. He's 30. Um, I like him, one, because he's freaking adorable, okay? He's so stinking cute. Um, he has a gap. I love people with gaps because I have a gap. My gap uh, closed up a little bit. Um, but uh, I love people with gaps. I do. Uh, he's handsome. He's really smart. I've watched him in a few um, interviews. And he's a dope fucking MC. Like, he can rap. And nowadays, uh, you know, I don't know all the rappers on all the planets right now, but uh, I know the ones that I know. And I know the ones that get a lot of press. And I have to say that he is uh, probably my favorite rapper out right now that has uh, work out right now that is of this younger generation. I'm a big fan. Anyway, get into this. Listen to the song. I like the way it feels. It just makes me want to like bop my head with the windows down and the sunroof open or even in a convertible just riding around in L.A. I want that for my life, actually. And uh, I want you to check it out. Magic, money in the mattress. Love the way I stack it. I can make it rain, blue honey. Can you catch it? If somebody come through bluffing, I'm a blaster. And tell the police I don't know what happened. Yeah. Crippin' blood shit. That's the only thing I ever been in love with. So I hope you know he never going public. Hands full, so I can't hold grudges. No. You liked it, didn't you? Didn't it feel good? It's just a feel good song. Anyway, you already know that I'm going to link uh, the song in the show notes. I'm also going to link in the show notes for you. Uh, he was on that show where the celebrities eat uh, really hot wings and they talk to the host, the interviewer, and they talk and they see how hot, how far they can get eating the hot wings. It was hilarious. And that might have been the moment that I actually fell in love with him. He's funny as shit. And he acts like an older person. Like he's 30, but he kind of acts like he's like 48. Anyway, I'm going to link both of those. Check out his last album, Ramona Park Broke My Heart. I love it. He also has another song called Fun that I really love. You can check that out. Or you can just wait because I'm sure I'm going to make that the... Um, I'm going to definitely make that um, a jam in the future. Not in the near future, but eventually it will be because I really like that song. That was the first song that I learned or how I was introduced to him. But anyway, check out Magic, listen to it, and enjoy. If you're ready for an epic family vacation, there's no better place than sunny Orlando. Exciting thrills, never-ending food festivals, fresh new dining experiences, outdoor adventures, and Florida's natural springs, and so much more. Orlando has it all. And Visit Orlando's vacation planners can help you plan the perfect trip. In Orlando, anything is possible, if you can imagine it. And that's what makes Orlando unbelievably real. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. 
Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood, a brand that's truly close to my heart because it was founded in my kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton. Today, Laird Superfood boasts an amazing lineup of products, all crafted with the highest quality plant-based ingredients. Think functional mushrooms, real fruits and veggies. What makes us unique? We're committed to using only real ingredients, no artificial and no natural flavors. Two of my absolute favorites are prebiotic daily greens, really great tasting, and we've added some mushrooms to support your gut even a little more. Then there's our instant latte lineup. We've got instant mocha, instant latte, chai. If you want to discover Laird Superfood, you can do it at your local retailer on Amazon or at LairdSuperfood.com. And if you put in the code GABBY2024 on our website, you'll get an exclusive 20% off your first purchase. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, so friends and Ken, we are here with one of my favorite guests on Hand Me My Purse, my boo, Mrs. Gina Riley. Riley. I was going to say Riley, but I was like, wait a minute, is that made in North? Mrs. Gina Riley, my friend Gina, who's also known as the bedroom bartender who has been on this show for many times, maybe. Four to five times? A few times. Uh, a few times. Mm-hmm. The first time was uh, episode eight. I will never forget. And we did the Juneteenth episode. That's when I learned about Juneteenth uh, with regard Some to strawberry, strawberry soda. Red. I had no idea about the strawberries and the red stuff. And then that sent me down a rabbit hole of looking up what Black folks drank for Juneteenth. And mm-hmm. so that is how I learned all of that. So I want you, for people who just started listening since I crossed over into iHeartland, and maybe they didn't go back in the catalog, I want you to go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. My name is Gina Riley Coates. You got to have that Coates in there now. I knew Riley was the maiden name. I knew it. (laughs) All good. And I am the concoctress behind The Bedroom Bartender. Um, and essentially, I specialize in intoxicating self-care and cocktail-themed merchandise. So everything from mugs and rocks glasses to hot toddy spice kits, which are coming out for this fall season, to candles that are hand-poured soy wax, and they are based on cocktail blends. And most of the candles come with a recipe, so you can make the drink that inspired it at home. Nice, nice. So today, uh, Gina and I are going to just have, you know, some girlfriend talk But also, we are going to talk about something that I am deep in the throes of, and I am trying to figure this shit out because I have not experienced this in this way at this age in this space ever. Mm -hmm. Um, So um, but before we get into the heavy stuff, we're going to talk about 
um, what we're sipping on because uh, Gina and I, Gina likes to give me recipes for things. And now that, you know, we have been uh, working together for so long, we can collaborate for recipes now, right? So tell the people, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about like good drinks for the fall. Mm-hmm. What are you drinking? I am drinking a white mold wine. So I literally am warming my bones with hot wine, if you will. And so it is a governor. I do a, a cup or a mugful. And then I added some Grand Marnier. And so a couple of shots of that. And then I added a tablespoon of this vanilla cinnamon infused honey. That's a local honey from Terry, the honey lady. And then I add some spices. And so you can you can find mulling spices anywhere, especially this time of year when you all are baking things at home for the holidays and families. I'm sure you have stuff left over, but I also have spices that are coming to my site. But I've got candied ginger, a cinnamon stick, star anise, two slices of dehydrated lemon, and a few pods of cardamom. That sounds very fancy. And what do you it call this? This good. is just spiced mulled white wine. Mm-hmm. We'll come up with a sexy name for it later. But yeah. Later. Um, let me tell you what I'm drinking. So mm-hmm. I went to the liquor store last night and my liquor store in my neighborhood is too fancy for spiced wine or they ran out. So it's popular. They ran out. Yeah. And it's time <laughs> for it. Right. Because it's getting yeah. cold. People Outside, like spice fire wine. pit, hot mother. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So what I did was I um, said, Gina, they don't have any. And so she said, well, maybe you should just make a hot toddy. I love hot toddies. So I said, Same. yep, sign me up for the Christian Jubilee. I will make a hot toddy. <laughs> the reason that and I they're love. they're so easy. They're yeah, so easy. That's they're so why good. I love hot toddies. You can make them with anything. Mm-hmm. You can kind of do whatever you want. But mm-hmm. I said, in the spirit of autumn, in the fall equinox, mm-hmm. um, let me get fancy. So mm-hmm. um, I, she, Gina was like, well, do you have any um, brown liquor at home? And I was like, I don't really like brown liquor too much because it gives me a headache and it kind of burns my chest. And then I said, aha, I have, aha, Ahmad, <laughs> I have white Hennessy. At home. Mm-hmm. And she said, oh, you're fancy. I have white Hennessy that I bought on a cruise. Aged. Aged. Excuse aged. me. It is finely aged. <laughs> so finely aged that I forgot that I had it until <laughs> um, I moved a few years ago. And then I forgot I had it again and went looking for um, something else in my aunt's basement and found it. And I was like, oh, I'm taking this from my house because this belongs to me. I bought it. My family, we used to go on these uh, family reunion cruises that I used to organize. Don't miss organizing them, but I do miss going on them. Um, And I think I bought this in like 2013 or 2015. Oh, that is a nice vintage. Oh, this is this is 10 years old, baby. (laughs) This is a finely vintage (laughs) cognac. Okay, made in France because I read the label. Mm-hmm. I can tell you when. So the label or the the not the label, but the um, the uh, cap said 250 years. When was Hennessy founded in 1765? 1765 plus 250. Yep, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. Now. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. So it must have been um, 2015. That sounds close to 250, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're just going to say yeah. Um, Actually, you know me. I'm going to look it up because (laughs) it's going to drive me crazy. Okay. 1765 plus 250. Yeah, that didn't. 1765 plus 250. 2015. I was right. Don't second guess yourself, Mimi. That's what that says. Um, So it's the hot toddy that's making you second guess yourself. That's what it is. So it's Mm -hmm. not a decade old. It is eight years old. Okay. Fine by me. It's still delish. It's in the third so, grade. It's good. Absolutely. So I have um, a shot and a half here mm-hmm. of white Hennessy. And um, then I have um, some fresh ginger slices. Okay. Then I added two cinnamon sticks. I added some turmeric honey. Oh, is that Huey? Huey is Gina's dog. I knew I heard I somebody I was trying to sneak crying. him out. 
I heard him. It's okay. I was like, that sounds like a dog crying. It's the Huey. It's the Houston. So I have two cinnamon sticks, fresh ginger. Yes. I have turmeric honey. I added some black pepper. That means it's healthy. Okay, so you at the end of the day, please that, understand like, this the hot toddy. Like, that's gonna work. This hot toddy is healthy. For my yeah. tea, I brewed some fennel tea. Digestion, your joints, Come and inflammation. You are battling it all. Yeah. Come on now. And the fennel tea also pairs well with my star anise. You should see it. It's beautiful and it tastes amazing. Mm. I love, I love. And I have the juice of half of a lemon. Yes. Per uh, the grand mixtress over there. She told me to put that in there. And I listened because she knows what she's talking about. <laughs> so I am pretty sure that by the end of this phone call, I'm going to be drunk. And guess what? My I'm fine. My mug is that. almost empty. Oh, yours is almost empty. I just started. It's really good. Yeah, that that's a little fast, Gina. Just to say. <laughs> that's a little fast. We just got started. It hasn't even been 15 minutes yet. So Gina got married last year, last October. It was a beautiful wedding. It was very beautiful. She was a beautiful bride. I had a very good time. And if you follow me on Instagram and you looked at my stories a few days ago, you would have saw a picture of she and I at her wedding. Um, Blackest time was had by all. It was a black ass time. Mm -hmm. It was. It was a good time. It was fun. Mm -hmm. There was line dancing. There were vintage cars. There were... Signature drinks, of course. Uh, Did she make it to the movie theater? The movie theater. Yeah, there was a movie theater that was playing like our like our story, quote unquote. But it was like no. all of like oh man, Girl, we had, like, you gotta tell me stuff there. like that. Mm-mm. No, I was with Joanne and we had a <laughs> photography fest. All we did was take pictures. I love it. We took really good pictures with um, um, the officiant, the pastor. What Reverend was her Barbie. name? Was her name Keisha? Rep Barbie. Barbie. That's it. Listen, sis, that was something else. She. So let me just tell you about the pastor or the reverend that married Gina and Michael. She had long silver nails. She, it's like she walked straight out of 1996 or 1995. You're laughing. Gina's covering up her mouth because she don't want to laugh. I embrace it all, sis. She was a beautifully, Look, like, ebony complected woman. She asked to make sure she was on point. Yes, she was beautifully, like, ebony complected, mm-hmm. or like black coffee. Mm-hmm. She had a, 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 what do they call it in Atlanta? A molded, like, swoop bang ponytail with pin curls, like a pineapple ponytail. Yeah, it's like a little, little, poof, top. little bouffant type of thing. Mm-hmm, like a bouffant. And then mm-hmm. it was down in the back. And was it, was it flipped up? No, it was just down and long. She had like I think a it was long, just down and long, yeah. Like a long doobie wrap. It looked like it had been wrapped because mm-hmm. it had a little bit of a bend, but not a bump, if that makes sense. She had these long silver nails and she had frosted lipstick. I said, listen. She did, yeah. She is a walking time capsule, honey. And I loved it every minute of it. it and, and I took a picture with her. And if I can find it, I will post Please it. Please send it to me. I got to find it. <laughs> I got to find it. And if I don't have it, um, Ollie has it. Mm-hmm. Yes, he does. I'm sure. Yes. Um, <laughs> it was a good time. So it was a black ass time, like she said. And, you know, I'm here for all things black acidness. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell the people about the bedroom bartender. What is it all about? So the bedroom bartender is intoxicating self-care. And so. The theme is cocktails. You'll find mugs with cocktail-related sayings on them. All of the candles are based on cocktail recipes. You get everything from a new fashion, which is a twist on an old-fashioned, to I'm coming out with a French 75 floral candle that'll be coming out. Those are those are alone. those are hot right now. Mm-hmm. I had one. I had one. I'm a little obsessed with like the floral French 75 that I was making. So I had a know. French 75. It was interesting. Mm-hmm. I remember you said it was strong. That's it was. I can't mm-hmm. have two of them at once. That's for damn sure. We won't talk about how many I had. Yeah. But um, well. yeah, and then all of the candles come with a recipe card so that you can make recipes that inspired that particular candle at home. Ooh, I just ate some ginger. Ooh. Good for your belly. Go ahead. This, it is. This is a healthy um hot toddy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fennel tea, digestion. Ginger, digestion. Turmeric, digestion, inflammation, for your joints and for your mm-hmm. stomach. That's why you add the pepper. Lemon. 
I don't know, antibacterial. Either way. Vitamin C, antibacterial. Yeah, all of the things. Nothing in this is not everything out. Mm -hmm. With the exception of the Hennessy. No, but I feel like that increases the efficacy, right? Right, because of the alcohol. The alcohol. Right, like a lot of times tinctures are made using like alcohol or vodka to pull out all the ingredients. Look at you. A genius. A genius. (laughs) So how can people find uh, the bedroom bartender? You can find me in my shop online at www. That's really old school. I'm sorry. Am I supposed to say HTTT? Girl, yes, I'm go- so here's the thing. You that. can say it. She's going to say it. But the truth of the matter is that I'm going to put a link in the show notes anyway. That but, part. Yeah. Thebedroombartender.com. It's all one word. Yeah. And you can also find me on Instagram. The underscore bedroom underscore bartender. And I'm also on Facebook as well. Absolutely. Um, how do we meet? meet? Let's tell our... Um, what is it called? Uh-oh, guys. Somebody's tips. Our origin story? Me. Our origin story. That's what it's called. Yeah. That is a good question. I believe Joanne was involved. Yes. Joanne was opening um, mm-hmm. Maud. Yes. We and are I Maud. the drinks for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you I made the drinks. Drink. And I knew. I said, this is somebody I need to know. Because I you made you a drink with gin. gin. Remember? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. I was like, I hate gin. It's for old white man. And you were like, what you're drinking is gin-based. I was like, mm-hmm. what? And I loved it. I don't even mm-hmm. remember what it was. What was it? I made two concoctions that day. One that was, I think it was like, what's tea? Um, and it was a tea-themed cocktail with like rum. And I don't remember the gin one now. I have to go look for it. But I remember one I named after, it was like Maud's, Maud's Mix. That was the gin punch. I think it had champagne in it or something bubbly. Prosecco? Yeah, I think so. Which is why I naturally drank it. Because you know, I love a a bubbly concoction. So we met at that. And that is how we um, developed a friendship. And I think, was that in 2019? Yes. Yes. Yeah, it was pre-COVID. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It was pre-COVID. It was like close to it. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I started my podcast pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. Like, the trailer came out like 12 days before the shutdown happened. I had no idea that was going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I know this sounds bad, but in terms of my show, I was grateful to be home. Because, Absolutely. Because I could pour, I could really focus on the show and really like develop Gosh. it. Because if it, if I would have still been working every day, it, I would not have had the same uh-uh, um, effect. I wouldn't have been able to be as laser focused. And um, when did your mom pass away? In 2020? Or yeah. 2019? In 2020. 2020, that April. Yep. I remember being guilty or feeling guilty. So the company I started like end of February, early March. And so it was before, right before I knew she was sick. Um, and I was getting ready to launch. And then we got noticed, the notice of the shutdown. I'm like, ooh, should I do this? Because people and their money and folk, things are uncertain and health. And this is, is this weird and selfish. And I did it anyway. And surprisingly enough, like lots of folks were excited about it. Because... People are looking for something to celebrate and enjoy and your home and you want to take your mind off things. And so um, so that that was met with a great reception, I guess is the word. But um, and then a few months later, yeah, my mom passed. She did at least get to see that I started it. And I remember her seeing my candles and things. And there's one that she would not say out loud. What's the bitches, bitches Brouhaha, which bitches is a, a, a take on John Coltrane's Bitches Brew. Yeah. And um, because she was a lady and she wasn't going to say that word out loud. So she wouldn't. She was a lady. Like, oh, but she really liked this. And she's like, well, oh, I like this one, but I don't want to say the name. Um, so, yeah, she passed that April on her mm. birthday. On her birthday. I have yeah. an aunt that passed away on her birthday. I always say mm. it takes a bad, not to call your mom or my aunt this, but it takes a bad bitch to pass away on your birthday. <laughs> Listen. <love> <laughs> That is the mark of a bad motherfucker. Listen. I'm going to come in this motherfucker on this day and I'm going to leave out. out on the same day. So you you can't help. Like there's I, I feel like with those situations, like you can't help but celebrate the person's life mm-hmm. because it's like what? Yeah, like, that's it's bad. a sign that's of bad. something like you can look it up and there's like all kinds of like things that will say, oh, this person's a righteous person or they live. But it's it's definitely a sign that stands out to that someone 
started and ended on the same day, essentially. Oh, I didn't even know that. I just said mm-hmm. it takes a bad motherfucker to do that. Well, I started looking it up right after it happened. I was like, wait a minute, yeah. what does this mean? What does this so there's, mean? There's always got to be a meaning. Yeah. What does this mean? Of course. Of course. I think that 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 is awesome. So one of the things that I do want to talk about is um, grief, right? And maybe before we even get there, let's finish talking about the bedroom bartender. Because something in my spirit tells me there will be tears. It Maybe oh, not on your be. end, but they're going to come out of these eyes. I already know that. Because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm still fresh in the throes of it, right? Yeah. So, um... You started a bedroom bartender. It's solely online. I love that you work. No, it's not. No. Okay. I'm at his store locations in Jersey. Okay, come on, Jersey. Because you uh-huh. just moved you to Jersey. Buy. Boo. Yeah. Boo. <laughs> Girl, bye. Still getting used to that, but you can find me at Curate Noir, which is a incubator of sorts. All of the businesses that are in there are black and brown. And, and so, that's Curate Noir? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. They have two locations, one in Morristown and one they just opened in Camden, Jersey. Okay. Um, and so inside you'll find a mix of things from T-shirts, purses, jewelry, seasonings, cookie uh, mixes, mm. skincare, candles. And so um, it's a lot of great things all from black and brown independent businesses. Awesome. And where you said it's two, you're in two places mm-hmm. or both of those? It's it's the same, I guess, ownership. But yeah, but I mean, you're in both locations. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. I am. And you said in Camden, and then what's the other one? Morristown. Morristown. Okay, I've heard of both of those. Yes. I know about those. Um, okay, <laughs> Gina, if you will tell my friends and Ken and your friends and Ken, um, what inspired you to start the bedroom bartender? Is it good, baby? Yes. Listen, I will tell you. I'm having a good time. <laughs> I'm so glad y'all can't see what I'm doing. <laughs> don't laugh at me I just wanted um, to get all of it because it's medicine listen mm-hmm. because the bedroom bartender is a very interesting name so um, tell us the origin story of the bedroom bartender yeah. and of the name yeah I used to travel a bunch with friends and as part of our travel and our partying we'd, we'd always have a bartender someone would make the cocktails and the drinks and I was really good at it and so folks would keep on asking me to make stuff and literally I would be making it in the bedroom because Back then when we were traveling, we didn't have money like that. And so the, the hotel room was our bedroom. That was it. Mm-hmm. Um, I took some time off between roles. I had lost my brother and some grief and work was just not working. And I went on sabbatical and I decided, I was like, you know, I'm going to go to bartending school. Okay. I've been wanting to go. I've been wanting to learn. I don't want to do this online. There were a bunch of courses where you could learn from an online book or some sort of tutorial where you're watching everyone on screen. I'm like, no, I want to be in person. And I found a spot in Philly and went in person where you're literally behind the bar, you're stocking everything, you're getting the ice, you're making the cocktails from scratch. In theory, they weren't actual alcohol, but it was you were still using the bottles and all of that. And so mm-hmm. I got the, the theoretical and the practice knowledge and fell in love. I was like, how do I turn this into something else? And I had started sort of capturing my experience with cocktails on when I was traveling at restaurants, really good things. I started catching that on capturing that online. And I found myself just sitting in a space and thinking about what comes to mind and what is my origin story and who am I, what do I do with this, this knowledge, this experience? I was like, oh my gosh. I looked down, I remember the beach, I was in Puerto Rico. I looked down and there was a cup of whiskey with pear juice and something else in it and a fly. And I looked down, I was like, there is a fly in my whiskey. And for whatever reason, the next thing that came to mind was tales from a bedroom bartender because that's where I found myself often like coming up with recipes and creating things just in a bedroom. Mm-hmm because of our travel. And so I started to sort of capture that in a book and go through my history of where I was and what I was experiencing and what I drank at the time or what I made at the time or even what flavors inspired something Um, because my background is heavy in in Caribbean. And so we think a lot about spices and things that are full of flavor and sweet and strong. And so I would mix a lot of that. And that led me to thinking of that name, the bedroom barge. There's a lot of that inspiration happens on those trips in that space, in that bedroom, and in those tight quarters. Um, and then I also like sort of the riff on, yeah, it is a little sexy to say the bedroom bartender because what are you concocting? And then it also marries that intoxicating way to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with candles and fire. I always have been. Um, I'm learning a lot so, about you as a child today. Some of it won't be shared with other people, but <laughs> I just want to know some of the off 
off mic or off recording conversations. It's a dark, it's dark over here. And that might be why you, do you have any Scorpio placements? I don't. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's dark. It got a little dark over there. Okay. I love fire. There's something about a candle, right? Okay. And the glow and the warmth of it and what you can sort of experience through the scent that's released. Like, how do I bring these two together? Like, how do I marry my love of cocktails into something that I love that's just also candles? And so I just started blending with scent recipes. And there is a Black woman from Isabus LLC who does a hand pouring of candles. And we connected. I already had bought a bunch of her candles and she had really cool mugs at the time. And I started talking to her about wholesaling. And I found myself getting nervous before I asked these questions. Whenever something is good, I get nervous about it. And we started just, like, I would give her a recipe mm-hmm. based on the cocktail. Mm-hmm. And I talked through scents. And then we, we come back and we agree on, like, oh, so give me things to smell. And let's start, like, walking through that journey. I'm like, oh, this is it. This is what a new fashion smells like. This is what a French 75 smells like if you're about to drink it. But it also in a way that you can light it as a candle. And experience it wherever you are and not be drinking if you don't want to drink. Cool. That's awesome. I love it. I love the candles. I love the mugs. I love the drinks. I love it all. Of course, I'm biased. Did you see my new one? Um, Drinks well with others. Yes, that's cute. <laughs> there was another one that I saw that looked new that I hadn't seen that I liked. I don't know well, because I'm a little inebriated. I don't really remember. But I saw it on your Instagram and I was like, mm-hmm. that's cute. What are the what are the last three new ones you have? Her mug says drinks well with others. Yeah, there's one that says coffee in bold print. And in parentheses, it says it's bourbon. <laughs> that's there's one that says tea, it's wine, that whole. Yeah, psycho that boy. Whole joke. Psycho nah. boy. Right. right. That whole, the whole, like, if, as long as you blow on it, people think it's hot. Yeah. No well, one really let me tell you something. I did that during the pandemic at um, when we would have staff meetings. I mean, I wasn't around children. I I wasn't around around conveyance. Right. So we would have staff meetings and the real unfortunate part, I mean, it was the pandemic. Everybody was under a lot of duress and a lot of stress. And, you know, everybody was trying to figure it out. We would have Mm -hmm. staff meetings. It would be like (laughs) different times. Sometimes they'd be nine o'clock in the morning. Sometimes they'd be one o'clock in the afternoon. Girl, I would have a mug. (laughs) And in that mug during the pandemic, I found those Jose Cuervo ready-to-mix margaritas. Yeah, I talk about them the whole first season of the show. And, honey, I, they would be in that mug with ice. And I would be holding the mug like it was hot, too. I would be holding it, drinking it like that. And it would be nothing commit. but, listen, faking the funk on a nasty dunk. I mean, I wasn't with children, so, like, whatever. I was in the comfort of my own home. And yeah. I was definitely uh, sipping. Because sometimes those, I'm not even going to lie, some of my staff, some of my um, co-workers listen to the show. Shout out to my co-workers that listen to the show. Uh, I'm not going to say your name, but you guys know who you are. Uh, shout out to Heather B. Um, I uh, lost my train of thought. Let's see. Sorry, guys. Oh, sometimes those staff meetings would be aggressive. Like, let me just drink this so I can just make it through this hour and a half of everybody just talking about all kinds of stuff. Everybody's scared. Everybody's worried. Mm-hmm. But in order for me to deal with their worry and scaredness, af- afraidedness is what I was about to say. <laughs> their afraidedness. And I was dead ass serious, too. <laughs> their afraidedness. I needed to have a little sip. But I found those. Those are um, delicious, by the way. But anyway. Okay, so that's the bedroom bartender. Um, can people hire you as a private bartender? So they can hire me for mixology classes. Oh, mixology. Come on, fancy. Yeah. You know, I did do a session with like my chapter where I taught them how to make a holiday sangria. Mm -hmm. And so I am, I am focusing on that. They can technically hire me as a, as a bartender. Okay. I don't know why I'm hesitating. Uh, I I haven't done it yet. You may not want people's energy, but guess what? A virtual mixing class or mixology class might be, that's cute. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. That's cute. And it's virtual. People don't have to be around. Mm-hmm. And even so if the, the people that oh. are that you're teaching the class to are together, that's cute too. 
That is. That's cute. So we'll see. I may I may also do some in-person classes. And so I'm looking at spaces now for that. So that But I mean in the meantime, yeah. uh if you're virtual and the people are there together and they put it on a TV or something mm-hmm. or a laptop, that's cute. Yeah. Yeah. I say go for it. So let's go ahead and get into the stank. I know you have been stalling. Yeah, I'm trying go. to say no though. I am avoiding this conversation. Like I don't know. I can tell. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> If you're ready for an epic family vacation, there's no better place than sunny Orlando. Exciting thrills, never-ending food festivals, fresh new dining experiences, outdoor adventures, and Florida's natural springs, and so much more. Orlando has it all. And Visit Orlando's vacation planners can help you plan the perfect trip. In Orlando, anything is possible, if you can imagine it. And that's what makes Orlando unbelievably real. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood, a brand that's truly close to my heart because it was founded in my kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton. Today, Laird Superfood boasts an amazing lineup of products, all crafted with the highest quality plant-based ingredients. Think functional mushrooms, real fruits and veggies. What makes us unique? We're committed to using only real ingredients, no artificial and no natural flavors. Two of my absolute favorites are prebiotic daily greens, really great tasting, and we've added some mushrooms to support your gut even a little more. Then there's our instant latte lineup. We've got instant mocha, instant latte, chai. If you want to discover Laird Superfood, you can do it at your local retailer on Amazon or at LairdSuperfood.com. And if you put in the code GABBY2024 on our website, you'll get an exclusive 20% off your first purchase. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Friends and kin, it's time for the Straight Facts segment of the show. And let's just get into it. It's from a gentleman today. Let's just go ahead and get into this party, huh? My best friend is getting married, and I am the best man. As the best man, I've been given the task of throwing his bachelor party. Oh, boy. My best friend shared that he would like to have strippers at his bachelor party, and he wants to have it at a strip club. I mentioned the idea to my wife, and she responded by reminding me, we have a no strip club rule as a couple. Oh, God. Come on, ladies. Y'all got to chill out. A no strip club rule? Oh, boy. Anyway, I tried to explain to her that this party is not about my likes nor interests, but those of my best friend. She stated that if I moved forward with throwing and attending the party at the strip club, that it would cause issues among our marriage. I can't miss my best friend's bachelor party. What should I do? Justin from San Antonio, Texas. You know, Justin, 
don't really know what this one, bruh, because I don't really see... If y'all already have a no strip club rule, because of course the first thing that I would say is that um, you guys need to talk about this a little further. But if I'm being realistic and um, you and your wife have a no strip club rule, first of all, I think that's a little weird um, unless you had an addiction to strippers and going to strip clubs. I could see a woman saying, okay, we're not going to do that. We're going to have a no strip club rule in our marriage because you had an addiction to that and you are trying to help to uh, get clean, if you will, literally and figuratively, from your addiction to attending strip club events, okay? But if you are not a strip club addict and addicted to having sex with strippers or giving them your money, I don't understand the no strip club rule as a couple. Um, I think that that says a lot. And this is, I'm not judging, but I'm saying that says a lot. Um, And usually in this segment, I say, you know, have a conversation about it because, you know, communication is very helpful. But if she is rigid in that way, um, like it would be a waste of your time because she's not going to let up. I'm a woman and I know women and I have lots of women friends and cousins and sisters and, you know, and if she's rigid in that way, I don't know if there's anything that you can say that is going to uh, fix this. Um, I, I think that the better thing to explore is why you have a no strip club rule. And if you want me to be honest, I don't know how much time you have before this wedding and this bachelor party. You might want to go to some couples counseling because, like, it's kind of messed up for your best friend that you can't be supportive and be there for his party. And you are the best man. It is technically your duty to throw the bachelor party. Um, like, you guys might want to go talk to somebody about this. Also, maybe you can ask her if this just just this one time, like... She can not be as rigid and like let up a little bit because it's not about you. It's about your best friend's bachelor party. And I mean, like, does she want to come? Oh, no, she should not because she'd be a total fuddy-duddy. She doesn't sound like a fun um, wife at all. But um, I don't know. I, I think that this is this is the first question that I've ever gotten where I'm kind of like stumped. The only thing I can do is say, maybe you can have his wife talk to her. I don't know. Maybe you can have his wife talk to her. Because if it's not bothering his wife, um, she should kind of chill out a little bit. Good luck, Justin. I don't I don't know. This is, it sounds more like, you motherfuckers got some soul searching to do. Because she needs to figure this out. Like, this is too much. When you, when you try to restrict people in this way in relationships, any kind of relationship, um, like it eventually can push them away from you even more because she's not your mom. Like, what the frick? Unless, of course, like I said, you had an addiction. But maybe you guys need to go talk to somebody about this before because this is this speaks volumes about um, your marriage to me. Um, good luck. Uh, I don't know. This is kind of wonky. Good luck to you. Friends and Kim, for today's We Got to Do Better, it comes from uh, an author named N.K. Jemison and their book, The Stone Sky. And the quote says, but for a society built on exploitation, there is no greater threat than having no one left to oppress. Hmm. One more time for your holy mind, okay? Before society built on exploitation, there's no greater threat than having no one left to oppress. Sit in it. Sit in that one for a second. first thing that I want to do is to say thank you to God first 
because God is supreme in my life and I recognize, realize, and appreciate all of the grace and mercy that God extends to me every single day of my black ass life. I want to say thank you to my folks. Thank you to each and every one of you guys that have been rolling with me since day one, March the 1st of 2020. Thank you. Thank you. And I thank you again. I truly appreciate you for being here with me. And even if you just started listening today, I thank you for that as well. I'm grateful either way, no matter when you start or when you started, excuse me, I'm grateful for you. I'm thankful for my family, my friends, my friends and kin, all of my supporters, and of course, most importantly, every single one of you guys that are out there listening to this show. I love you guys so much, and it is nothing short of a privilege and an honor for me to share my time and energy with you, especially if you keep coming back to spend time with me. And I look forward to the next time that we get to do this with one another. Now, before you exit out of whatever streaming service you're using to listen to this, stop what you're doing. And if you haven't already done so, look for the subscribe or follow button. Click on it if it's an option on the streaming service where you're listening. Next, I want you to head on over to Instagram, even though my Instagram has been a little dry uh, because I'm in the middle of a little bit of grief. But I want you to go over to Instagram and follow me at handmemypurse underscore podcast also follow me on Twitter or X, but I'm not really saying much because I'm kind of boycotting since the whole uh, Voldemort takeover. And then on Facebook, just search Hand Me My Purse Podcast. If you listen on a streaming service or medium that allows you to do so, please rate and review the show or give it a thumbs up if you can. It takes less than two minutes to uh, leave a review. Uh, friends and can be sure to share Hand Me My Purse with your friends, your loved ones, and even the people you don't like. The people you don't like at your job, at your church, in your family. Because the best way for people to find out about this show is by you guys telling them all about it. So tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Please submit your questions for the Straight Facts segment by clicking on the link in the show notes that says submit a question for Straight Facts. Or you can click the link in my Instagram profile and look for the button that directs you to submit a question. Who knows? Your question may be featured on an upcoming show. Also remember that show notes are always available in the episode description wherever you are listening to the show. Be sure to take a look at the show notes because that is where I put all of the links and other information that I mentioned during the show that you may want to check out. In addition to some stuff I just want to share with you. Also, just so you know, the music provided here on Hand Me My Purse uh, is created by none other than West Baltimore's own Gloomy Tunes. Shout out to Gloomy Tunes. And last but not least, I want to give a big old shout out to my production team. Together we make up Rando Banjo and the Dirty Throats. Give it up for Rando Banjo and the Dirty Throats. And I... Look forward to you looking forward to listening to Hand Me My Purse, the podcast, each and every Tuesday. And I'm out this bitch. Peace. Hand Me My Purse is a production of iHeart Podcasts. For more shows from iHeart Podcasts, visit the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
If you're ready for an epic family vacation, there's no better place than sunny Orlando. Exciting thrills, never-ending food festivals, fresh new dining experiences, outdoor adventures, and Florida's natural springs, and so much more. Orlando has it all. And Visit Orlando's vacation planners can help you plan the perfect trip. In Orlando, anything is possible, if you can imagine it. And that's what makes Orlando unbelievably real. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable.